Hey y'all, it's Lindsay. Hey, and I'm Chase, and welcome to the Attained State of Mind podcast. We value the humanistic ability not only to change one's body through health and fitness, but also reaching new heights in mental and spiritual growth. So if you have questions on how to improve your well-being in all walks of life and attain your goals and dreams, this is the podcast for you. So this is the Attained State of Mind podcast, and we hope you enjoy. And we're a go. Hello, people. Howdy. We um, have been absent for like two weeks, I think. We we just got our air conditioning fixed. It was broken for six days. Had some stuff going on. In the middle of summer. Um, it was 85 degrees. So, needless to say, we're excited to be in this room and be cool. There was no way. I'm just happy to not sweat doing basic tasks. Oh, yeah. Walking in the house. Yeah. Sweat. <laughs> just being alive. Being alive. Breathing. Yeah, that was miserable. But we are back. Yeah, we're good. We're Gucci. Let's get it. Let's get it. So, we are going to be stepping out of the realm of health and fitness today. Yep. And we kind of talked about doing that. I set a poll up on my Instagram. What do you, what do you want to learn about? Relationships or business? And we had a lot of response for relationships. More than like 80%. So, that's kind of what we're going to do. Yeah. And just a preface, we are not relationship experts, huh. but LOL. we have a relationship. <laughs> so um, We do have that. We have a relationship. We have done some things that didn't go well, and we have continued to work on some things and make things work better. Yeah. We're just really here to share our experience of how we kind of grow together as, yeah. as a unit. And truly, guys, this really helps us to talk it out and... Um, it helps us moving forward in our ever-evolving relationship. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I've always been super transparent about that, though. Um, you know, Chase and I met when we were young and selfish, each of us, 100%. Um, and we had a lot of growing to do, and we did. And anybody we Separately who, and together. Yeah, anybody who knew us back Ooh. when we were in college and, Yikes. like, doesn't know us now. Now. And then... If you were to tell them we were doing a podcast about relationships, L-O-L. it would be a um, it would be a laugh factory. Yeah, it probably still is, but I, I think that it is pretty apparent that um, we've grown, <laughs> we've matured, we have a family, we have a baby and a doggo. Or at least we like to think that we have. No, we have for sure, one hundred percent. So anyway, that's just the intro to this. Yep, um, and that's the thing too is it's like I think people that did know us then and do know us now like they're they talk about that all the time you know it's like man it's great to see like you guys are like so successful and thriving like mainly in like your life like you can tell you're genuinely like good yeah yeah and i want to go yeah i want to go off of that and say it that doesn't just happen no it is day in and day out you have to Put in the work with anything, especially when it comes to relationships and and the people that are closest to you in life. You have to invest in that and you have to want to not just grow together, but also grow personally and and grow in yourself. And yeah, I think that's the biggest thing for us is what happened a long, a long time ago um, is that you and I had to grow separately before we could grow together. And like personally, me, I had to anyway. I was like and I've said it a thousand times like since you know we've gotten married i'm like you cannot be successful in marriage and be selfish like 
that was the biggest takeaway for me is why would I not be selfish? I was 20 years old in college, like just started my first job. I've never had to, you know, not be like that. So of course I'm selfish. I'm only more concerned about me. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, that's, it's common. I mean, humans are selfish by nature. Yeah. Everybody is going to have that. It you just know, took no, a, going for number one kind of yeah. It person. just took like a wake up call, which is what that was, to be like, okay, you actually are these things, so these are what you need to change, and um, it happened. There so, we go. Yeah. So we're gonna jump in, I guess. Uh, Topic number one. Yeah. How <laughs> arguments originate? Yikes. And how do a <laughs> most <laughs> arguments really originate? And really, from like, I don't know, just micro. Like putting our relationship under a micro under a microscope and really understanding why do our our arguments originate and luckily we don't have arguments that are that are big and and that are that are meaningful or something they're always stupid and petty and what yeah. we kind of found happens <laughs> is that our arguments originate from things that aren't even what we're arguing about. No, yeah, it's like we'll argue and ten minutes later I'm like, sorry your you know your nighttime routine was just really long and it made me mad like that's the biggest one for me when I was sitting there thinking while I go about this I was like that nighttime routine like chase takes forever but it's usually small things which starts and, and it doesn't even have to deal with the other person it could yeah. be like we had a bad day we something didn't go right in a particular time of our life and yeah we're kind of just carrying around that baggage we don't understand how to let that go and not let that affect the people that we come in contact with the most especially our spouse so whenever we're carrying around that baggage, yeah. the, the smallest things tend to set you off. Like oh, if, yeah. if you have a bad day and then you, you just, you harbor that internally and you don't outwardly express your emotions, then you just, you carry that for multiple days and then you come home and there's, I don't know, something's different in the house that you don't like. I'm like, why don't you ever pick up your dang bobby pins from, <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. Hello, like, like first of all, that I feel attacked. <laughs> I feel seen. Um, yeah, I that's you. You know, that's like you talking about. That's a huge um, thing for you is that you've learned how to let that go. In the beginning of our relationship, Chase would never allow himself to like feel in the moment, and then he would just bottle it up and push it down. And then you know, four months later, I would hear about how this one day five five four months prior just drove him crazy, and I'm like, well, why would you just not say something? Like, tell me then in the moment and we'll talk about it. Like, I can't do anything about it now. It's four months later. Yeah. And I thought that I was, I was doing ourselves a service by like not bringing something up that, that bothered me yeah. just because like, I didn't want it to turn into an argument. And really all it did was just make it worse. Yeah. I mean, it just hurt me yeah. eternally. And then by letting that build up and allowing me to have time to really reflect on negative emotions for an extended period of time. Then whenever it did come out, it was it was worse than it than it, it ever bad. could have been. Yeah, yeah. And I'm the exact opposite. I am very emotional and very um, defensive, and um, you know, I want to like guard that. I want to be defensive on that. I want to like I don't want him to like show my I don't want to show my cards or anything. Like I don't want him to see me in my feels about it. I'm like, I'm independent woman. I don't need no man type thing whenever mm -hmm. he, but Chase knows exactly. Um, like he, I don't know. I'm just like so emotionally dependent on him that he, uh, knows exactly what to do. And that's, that's why I feel like whenever we do have these small arguments, 
they they might turn into something bigger or like we don't want to let it go because both of us we're so similar so similar because when these things come up we are so quick to put our guard up we mm-hmm. are so defensive our ego gets in the way we have a ton of pride and at that point now we're at a high um, state of emotion yeah and now we aren't hearing anything what each other says and, and after we we really like break down why we get into like bickers or whatever it really comes down to is that a word bicker i don't have any idea. yeah i think we bicker a, that is a word a bickerment whatever <laughs> i don't know that just was one of those words that like i was like is that a word but yeah like once we we talk about it afterwards we we understand that and we had like this big epiphany moment where it was like i i know that you want to be heard but that is also the only thing that you want is to, for you to be heard and you want me to 100% understand that and you want me to vocally like tell you yeah. that I know you're right and I'm the same way because yeah. I I know that what I know my truth of truth what is coming out of my mouth is the only truth on this world I don't care what you're saying I want you to hear me mm-hmm. I don't want to hear anything that you're saying I just want you to acknowledge that I'm right yeah and when both people are in that state toxic nothing is going to get bad nothing's going to happen it's just round and round and then that's that is a good point like we speaking of it's usually not in the moment what makes makes you mad like brooks had rsv and then the air conditioning thing happened and it was like his one of his he, he couldn't go to school and i had to go to work so you had to keep him and he was up a lot during the night that night i was extremely tired um i was already irritable um, I don't think I felt something, you know, I remember that day and we had just nothing could go. I couldn't get out of the house. Nothing was going right this morning. And we just were, you know, just arguing. We were on each other's nerves and like, I was just driving to work and I was like, Oh, like, I'm not, I'm not saying sorry first. I'm not, I am not going <laughs> to do it. And of course, listening to Caleb, um, and it's talking about not being prideful and, you know, all, all these things that just like you know, to be more like Jesus and to be forgiving and all this stuff. And I was just was like, okay, God, thank you for that. And picked up the phone and called him. And I was like, um, I'm sorry. Like, you know, letting, letting go of that pride and like acknowledging like this is 100% going against anything that I would have ever done in the past. You know what I mean? Like that is a huge growing point for yourself to be like, man, I'm acknowledging that this is 100% going against being prideful. And it's like not, in the argument, people are always like, oh, I, you know, you win, you win, whatever. Like, there is no win and loss. Like, if you win and I lose, that's still a win for our relationship. That's still a loss for our relationship. And, like, mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing for me. It's like, I, I feel like I won in the moment. But, like, what is that? What is that? You know, it's like mm-hmm. the relationship lost the the war. Like, I don't know. I just, it's one of those things where it's like, it's not, I, I don't, I don't yeah. like for he and I not to be in a place of, resolvement now like previously we could have gone days and like neither one of us would have budged we would not have budged off that line of i'm sorry you're right now it's like i want to resolve this and move on as quickly as possible because it's like we're just better yeah and that's why i really like to focus on you know not coming to a state of concurrence because what concurrence is 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 usually one party had to give up something yeah Uh, when you come to a state of concordance that means both parties have accurately like understood the other side and now we are able to move forward in full agreement where are you getting these words from even on that vocabulary i'm just smart (laughs) never heard him use that um so yeah anyway um 
I guess moving on from that, it's or talking about that and like kind of like that's a yeah, it's a perfect transition into yeah. the next topic. Um, self reflection and communication, and that's exactly what was just happening. Is that in that moment I realized I was being prideful. I didn't want to admit that I was, you know, wrong and something externally was causing me to feel this way and this was over nothing. Um, and I was reflecting on myself in that moment, and then I actively communicated that to Chase that I this was wrong I was you know going against my pride here and saying I'm sorry and wanting to move on from it you know yeah and my favorite story about when that happened actually one of the first times it ever happened was that we were driving in the car and like everything was fine and we were listening to a podcast and just a little background on me like I when I hear information I, I look at it at every single aspect that I possibly can at every single angle every single area I, I take in all the information and try to really acknowledge what the person is thinking who is telling it to me and, and how I feel about it mm-hmm. so this thing this topic came up in a podcast and I and I said oh I mean I, I can see where they're coming from this and I can understand why they would say this mm-hmm. and then Lindsay didn't say anything and she was quiet the rest of the ride I, I didn't even really think about it um and then when we got back to the house, she just like sat in my lap and she said, Hey, no, let me, you gotta, I was, I was, it was eating me alive. That's why I didn't say anything. And it was driving me crazy. And it was literally like my insides were bowling. Like it was mm-hmm. truly making me like upset. And I, the reason why I came to you is because I was upstairs, like getting ready for bed. And I felt, felt myself getting mad at him. Like, literally gonna harbor this in which then would have transferred to the next day would have been awful and like i could not help myself like i it, it just was crazy it was but the, the way that you handled it was, was i just, just realized graceful. this was getting out of control within myself and i was like this has not even been five minutes and i was like at that point it was allowing me to like make up all these like not lies but like make up all these scenarios assumptions mm-hmm. in my head and it was like okay this is out of control like i've got to, i've got to just be honest and so like i went downstairs and I literally sat in his lap. We were sitting at the beach. And um, I was like, hey, um, can like, I need to, need to be honest with you, like, really quick. And he's like, okay. And I'm just like, this certain scenario, this certain thing just, like, makes me uncomfortable. And I just, it just really is like, I don't know. And um, he, you can, I mean, you can. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's why I say that you handled it with grace. Because it wasn't like, hey, I'm mad that you said this. You sat down and very softly toned. You said, hey. I just want to let you know, this has been eating at me since we were in the car and this happened. And I want to tell you how it makes me feel. Yeah. And the funny thing about it was like, as this was happening, I could not stop smiling. And she's like being super serious to me. And I'm just over here giggling like a, like a school kid because after she got done talking, I said, I don't think you understand like the, the resemblance of what's happening, like the magnitude of what's happening. You understand that. Like, you were upset, and instead of harboring that, you came and talked to me about it. This hasn't happened before. Like, you reflected in yourself that, you know, this has happened in the past, and you've harbored these feelings, and it's turned into something bigger. So you made a personal decision to come to me and just have a conversation about it, and you communicated those feelings to me, and you have no idea, like, the pivotal moment in our relationship that has come about doing that. So, yeah, that was a big moment. That was not even that long ago. <laughs> That's true. That was like not that long ago that this has happened. And it, it, but since then, it's like, I honestly feel like too, this is kind of off topic, but like, 
I feel like since we've had Brooks, like we had made a, an, um, we made, we had a conversation before we even had Brooks ever that we were not going to allow ourselves to, um, speak to each other poorly in front of our child. You know, I, I 100% think it's healthy to have disagreements in front of our kid and let him see resolvement in a healthy way. I don't want to ever have him see us be nasty to each other. Um, and like people that knew us previously knew what a, know what a huge step that is because pre- I mean, like I said, Chase and I were young and like, we would just go in and it's like, why not? You know? And now it's like, we don't, that never, we don't ever do that. And it's like, you know, it just is hard to believe that we ever were in a place cause we're, our relationship now is just so, you know, 180 from what that ever was that we were ever in a place that we maybe didn't like respect each other's feelings. Yeah, we weren't able to resolve s- simple issues no. just because we had way too much pride. Right. And again, I'm talking on y'all whenever I felt that inside of me like and that was happening, it me going me deciding to do that, it would have 100% led to a massive argument, like massive. And all because I just let some didn't want to say hey this hey this makes me feel a little uncomfortable mm-hmm. let's talk about it you know yeah it's cool it was really cool and yeah i mean like transitioning from self-reflection communication in a relationship and, and kind of what that looks like it really just comes down to honoring each other's feelings and honoring each other's emotions because whenever you don't do that the the other person suffers and you suffer in the long run yeah because that's what I'm saying. Yeah, especially whenever you are having, even when somebody comes to you, like, super chill about it and say, hey, I want to talk to you about this. If you are consistently thinking about your own emotions and how you are going to rebuttal, mm-hmm. you're not actively listening to what they are saying. You you don't understand their emotions and why they feel the way that they're expressing to you. Right. So... Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're constantly thinking in your head, okay, what am I what am I going to say back to this? What is my argument? Yeah, you've already lost. Rather than listening, yeah, that's what you were saying earlier, and that's what I was talking about with, you know, oh, I won and he lost. Like, yeah, like no, like the relationship lost. So, what? Like, I, I again, it's just part of being selfish. And this is that. what I was so bad about. What the listening to you because, oh, like, yeah. I was consistently. And What's it was that, it was that ego. With? It was yeah. that, it was that pride. It was like, like, I understand what you're saying, but I was putting your feelings to the side. And I was like, I, I don't honestly, and, and I was really not even putting to the side, but, but even downgrading them a little bit, like oh, yeah. telling you, you shouldn't feel like this Yes. because like, even if I said something and I didn't mean it this way or, or, or whatever, and you would be like, well, I don't like how you said this and it made me feel this way. And, and I, my reply would always be. Well, I didn't mean it that way. So you shouldn't feel like that. Like who the heck am I to say mm-hmm. how you should or shouldn't feel? Like that if I said something deal. that, that upset you, yeah, I should take responsibility for that. And, you know, not just say, oh, I didn't mean to say it that way. So you shouldn't feel bad. Right. Or I did, I did 100% mean to say it that way. Um, and you know, you shouldn't feel that way regardless. Like that was a big deal, like a big thing for you like whenever you realize that you did that to me like Mm -hmm. or or would respond that way and then you stop doing that like and made me feel validated and and normal for like this is normal to feel upset by what you just said to me like that was a huge and I think that's why like again personal growth separately 
that allows us to grow to, in our relationship, I think that's an exact demonstration of that. Is mm-hmm. that that does these certain specific things that we used to do, we realized that we self reflected on it and we we changed it, and then our relationship has just like blossomed. Yeah, and and when you really think about personal growth, like when you really try to better yourself, you find situations where you're able to do that. Yeah, and you just have to be actively aware of when to make that change. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and it's, and it's really small whenever it happens. And it just, it all comes down to letting your guard down. So, uh, and specifically, I remember when we were arguing about something and I was telling you that, I don't know how I felt and, and you should be doing this. And I, I don't feel you're doing that and doing that. And I was thinking solely of myself and you said, you don't even understand that I'm always your biggest cheerleader. And I was like, Hmm. No, that's true. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. I like. And I was like, and it was all like my own like stuff. I was, I was, that was, I was harboring myself mm-hmm. and it, it just come down to, I don't know. Um, I was taking all of my frustration out on her. And, yeah. and then when she said that, I was like, dang, you're right. You have been by my side, like through everything and you've never bad an eyelash. I was like, if I want to do this, you're like, okay, cool. If I want to go here, you're like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I was just taking my own frustrations out on her. So, yeah, but all that to say, <laughs> personal growth, self-reflection, do it. And, and just be mindful of it. Oh, that's sweet, babe. I love you. I love you. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that you know, and that's what the thing with, and people have said that too, that they can like, and, it, and it's genuine though. That's like my thing is it's like I I truly like, I, um, I'm, big, I'm Chase's biggest hype man, you know, like I, share his Instagram post on my stories and like <laughs> comment everything. I mean, I, but it's, it's, it's true. Like it's never forced. Like I truly am like genuinely like happy and hype. And like, he comes to me with, you know, the gym idea. Yeah, cool. Great. Let's do it. And then, you know, little pushback sometimes. And mm. then like this room, like what, you want to put a sauna in the house? Like we're going to lose a bedroom, you know? And then here we are. It's the best thing ever. It's like, you know, um, it's just a difference in personalities a little bit sometimes. And it just takes, a, it takes an argument sometimes to say, Hey, like this sucks because I'm this for you and you're, you're not necessarily that for me. Like, how can we, you know, adjust this, mm-hmm. you know? So anyway, that led him being my biggest cheerleader to me getting a new purse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there it we did. go. It did. Um, so, and then kind of moving on from that, like me talking about me being like his biggest hype man and like support and stuff. And it, it's um, probably because in my opinion, it's like Chase, Chase is like my best friend for sure. Like, I, sorry, I have female best friends. I love you guys. Um, but if your spouse that you live with and you parent with is not your best friend, in my opinion, I'm like, yikes. Um, mm. Because there's not a single thing that like he and I don't talk about or that we don't like we share so many hobbies it's like when I first started dating you I was so worried that you would like feel weird about like you know me going like I grew up fishing with my dad right and like grew up hunting with my dad I was always worried like do you think do you feel like this is weird that you don't ever get to go do this stuff without me you know a lot of the a lot of guys run to the woods to get away from their wives and go f- do all these things to get away from their wives and, and like, i'm bummed when you're not there and i go with you so it's like do you do you not want me to come like i just uh, you know i was worried about it 
And he was like, no, like I love that we do this in the everything in life. We do like that. There's some things that obviously we don't, we do separately, which is 100% healthy. Um, but more than not, we share so many hobbies. And I think that's why our relationship is like it is. It's, you're truly my best friend, but that we also share so many hobbies in the way that like, I don't know. It's just opposites attract, sure, but like it's important to have things that you share and do together as well. Yeah, and I think besides that, just eating, like on a date, right? Yeah, and I think it comes down to just continuing to work on your your relationship, and and I feel like if you do that, you will continue to have more in common with your spouse, right? Because like if you continue to work on your relationship, then you want to be with them. You want your hobbies to be their hobbies. You want their success to be your success. You're like. Everything yeah. just kind of melds together whenever you consistently work for a desired outcome. Right. If you want your marriage to work, you got to work on it. Right. And that's like people always say, like, the biggest thing is to keep dating your spouse. 100% agree. But it's like when you are in a relationship kind of like Chase and I have where it's like we truly just enjoy each other's company. It's like us doing this podcast, like, feels like a date. You know, we get to, like, hang out and talk and um, us watching TV in bed at night feels everything we do. And like ever since having Brooks, it kind of makes it feel that much more special in my opinion, because other than that, I mean, all my time is going to be spent. What's going on with my baby? <laughs> what's going yeah. on with my child? You know? Um, so it's really nice to be able to have these moments and, and, and beside and like really honing in on the fact that like a date doesn't have to mean food. It doesn't have to mean restaurant. Mm-hmm. He and I like to go play. We don't have a clue how to play tennis. No clue. I hit the ball over the fence like 45 times, but we go out there and we have the best time. People are probably watching us like those idiots, literally. And yeah. we're like laughing the whole time. Basketball. N- never played basketball. We, we have soccer. Soccer. Like we have soccer cleats. We have a basketball. We don't do, we don't have any idea how to do, but it's just, and we we're doing it to together. not go to the gym either. Yeah. And no. we started doing that together and then look what happened. Yeah. And so it just blossoms into, into things that like, I don't know. Again, it's just, making sure that that relationship is uh and and back on that like we, we have a listener a friend of mine you know who um owns a business here in town like who i had no idea even listened to the podcast number one but i go in for a service and she's like i just want you to know that you guys are like so inspiring like i listen to the podcast to listen to y'all like and to be inspired by like your relationship and you can tell how much you guys love each other and how supportive you are of each other and i was like she told me all this that day and i'm like Man, that like really just kind of like grew my heart a lot because it's like it, it really makes me feel good that people like we know that and like we know our relationship. And like he was saying earlier, it's probably this whole situation is probably funny to people who knew us in college who don't know us now and may think that like, oh, yeah, well, you know, they were toxic in college and stuff like that. It's like it makes me happy that people can genuinely see like our relationship and how we bounce off each other and how we interact is truly what it is. That's why I love this outlet, though, <clears throat> mainly because even if we're not talking about health and fitness, I mean, if we're able to give anybody just a little bit of knowledge that, you know, things that we have messed up in our life and how we've come to fix it, if that can help anybody in their relationship, you know, we would be doing somebody a disservice not to share our, yeah. our you know, situations. Right. You know? And I don't want people to think that like we don't have arguments. We 100% do literally all the time small things like the coffee wasn't made in the morning when I got up and I love coffee like that kind of thing like just we definitely argue we're not perfect but like he and we're I bigger. y'all That's need to word. it's bigger yeah y'all need to understand too that like we were 
once in a place where this would have been a freaking laughable joke for us to sit down and talk about our relationship and it's like it just is amazing to see somebody can go and have so much growth and still come out and it not have to be like you know we're not right for each other we're in a bad place let's go ahead and like I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make personal growth but separate from you and then leading into you know a separation or whatever it's like you can you can have personal growth and work through some stuff and and come out like we have you know Mm mm-hmm so. Yeah, so continue to work on your relationships, guys. Yeah. And actually something that we've just implemented. <laughs> um, Wait, I have it on my phone. I mean, kind of recent is you know, we, we knew each other's love languages for a while, and, and everybody's always heard of these. Like you do your Myers-Briggs test, you all do that, and you, you find out your love languages and your, your personality traits. We've really been, like, focusing in on what those mean. Why do we operate the way we operate? Why right. do we – think the way that we think. Why do we do the things that we do? Why are our emotions the way that they are? Being able to understand ourselves and then also being able to understand our spouse mm-hmm. and then kind of how we coexist in a more fluid way has just worked wonders. And and now what we're recently getting into is the Enneagrams. Yeah. If you've never done an Enneagram test, I highly recommend it. it it's kind of like Love Languages and, and Myers-Briggs had a baby. Um, I'm an Enneagram three, Lindsay's an Enneagram eight. So now we're understanding the same things. How do all of these Yes, and it's work? so funny because I was laying in bed one night and I I was doing it and it like popped up and I was like, Man, that's like spot on and I was like, Chase, what's your Enneagram? And he was like, What is that? And I was like, Come take the test and you can tell this because you're the one who did it, but like the word that first popped up, like on your descriptor of what an Enneagram three. It was attained. It was attained, literally. And I was like, Wow. And so I follow Instagrams now that are all about Enneagrams. Um, and my Enneagram, words associated with each Enneagram type, which is an eight, is control, yikes, lead, assertive, independent, and protect. Which probably could not, I could not pick any words better probably to describe that. Chase's is uh, driven, work, competition, motivational, in chameleon so now you can kind of see how yeah. those two could clash yeah so understanding how independent, to not make that happen me being independent and him being competitive me um having control problems and then him again being competitive and driven um yeah yeah so we are super like hard in our ways and in the way that we think yeah breaking that cycle putting our guard down, but mainly understanding that we are like that in the first place. Like right. if you, if you don't understand why you operate the way that you do, you yeah. don't know how to fix it. Especially when you're trying to figure out another person, like not even trying to understand yourself, but yeah. understanding another human being with different emotions, yeah. different thoughts. Navigating in those waters is hard. And, and, and I think that's why so many relationships fail is, is you just, you don't, you don't work on it. Yeah. And it's kind of hard to see, too, a lot of the times. It's like, let me be honest, like, a lot of people that we went to college with, um, you know, they're, it happens. Not, they're not in relationships happens anymore. It happens more times and, than, than not. You know, it's like one of those things where we had every opportunity for our relationship to fail. It did fail. I mean, we had every opportunity for us to move on from that and never, and we would have missed out on the best thing that ever happened to us. Yeah, and I also want to say. And our baby, Brooksy. True. I also want to say, just because you have a love language, doesn't mean the other person has the same one. Oh no. So 
understand there's a difference here. Just because you like to be treated a certain way doesn't mean they like to be treated a certain way. Which is I was, hard. I was very bad about this yeah. may, just because whenever I would do something in active service, um, going through all the love languages, mm-hmm. I would be expecting I would be expecting to reciprocate the same. Like what what you think you're what what do you mean? Like what I what you gave me I should give back? Yeah, so I'm like if I do you know, if I did the dishes a couple days in a row. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, okay, like I did the dishes. Now there's dishes in the sink again and they're dirty. Whenever she gets home from work, I expect her to do the dishes this time. Mm. And I expect that act of service mm-hmm. because I showed her an act of service. But that might not be how she shows her love languages to me. Mm-hmm. So now, I mean, that creates like a an, another thing, not communicating like, hey, babe, do, do you mind doing the dishes this mm-hmm. time? Like not saying that, but just assuming and expecting that she's going to do it just because I provided her a service. Yeah. So like. And creating that argument. In yeah. Your head. Yeah. And I really want to, to lay down the point that you need to do acts of kindness and service and you need to try to make the other person happy with zero expect to get anything in return. Yeah. Just out of the kindness of your heart. Just because you want to make the other person happy should be why you do anything for them. Not because you're going to get something back in return. Right. That was a, that's a, a point that we were, uh, that was mentioned at church the other day, like serving, um, with zero expectation to be served in return. Yeah. Um, and like you had said the other day, it was like a perfect example of this, like t- the dishes thing, like, you know, whenever you were back, you know, Chase Taylor works. And so whenever he was working and I had just had the baby, he went back to work at like four weeks. And he would come home and I had Brooks and of course like he napped on me and things like that. But like I might've done the dishes that morning or something um, or maybe I didn't. And he would come home and he, it's no secret, he meal preps and he had like five meal prep containers, not going to lie. And would just dump them all in the sink, go change and then go right back out to the gym to work out. Um, And it's just like, I, I, it feels like a sign of disrespect. Yeah. Yeah. And so now roles are reversed. And I, and I, that's why I love this story is because now you're going to work and I'm teleworking and yeah. now I have Brooks and I put him down in whatever when you're at work. Yeah. And then you get home and you throw your meal prep ca- containers in the thing and like now I see it as a sign of disrespect. So it's really funny to be able to see it from from both sides of the of the story. Yeah. But previously had, you know, this now, like you, you see where I was coming from. And that yeah. actually did cause an argument back then. It's like you made me feel... Like I wasn't doing my job like as a a mom and a wife at the time because I wasn't keeping the house up or something. You know, we didn't have a housekeeper to try to help me with in or anything, and it made me feel bad. And I was just like, well, you know, these aren't even my dishes. Like these are your dishes. Like mm-hmm. why don't you? And he's like, well, you're here all day, and what do you do? You know, when I'm here with him, I don't have any problem. And I'm like, okay. So anyway, we we that it's all communication. Yeah. Yeah, it's all gravy, baby, now. <laughs> so, is that it? What else you got? I think that's good. Uh, the last thing that I, I really wanted to focus on that ties into every single point that I think that we've kind of made mm-hmm. is complacency and contentment ends up in catastrophe. Mm-hmm. If you don't work on your relationship, if you don't start to drop your ego, if you don't look into self-reflection if you don't communicate if you don't honor each other's feelings 
and continue to work on your relationship every single day, it ends in catastrophe. Mm-hmm. And, the, and I think that's why so many relationships fail is mm-hmm. because either one, you get complacent and, you know, it's just a monotonous of, of day-to-day activity and you forget about the other person. You forget they have feelings too. Yeah. You forget they want to experience love just like you do. And, or you get contempt with just how your life is kind of flowing and you don't get into a state of personal growth or personal empowerment and that doesn't transfer to your marriage or your relationship or, or anything. So I just urge you to to just love each other and, and continue to find things to make each other better and also make yourself better in the long run. Yeah. Yep. 100%. Gucci. Gucci. Gucci gang. Gucci bandana. gang. <laughs> Gucci bandana. All right, guys. Well... This was a fun one. Number three. Yeah, I hope y'all got something out of this. And of course. Thanks for coming to our therapy. <laughs> yeah, if y'all ever like actually get anything out of this and you, and you like the things that we talk about, Let just, me know. yeah, just DM it us and, and say, happy. yeah, it, may, it actually gives us the opportunity to know that we might be making some kind of impact, impact or leeway with somebody yeah. and we'll continue to do this. You know, we yeah. want to, you know, we want to talk about a lot of things in yeah. here, so. Let me yeah. know. Hit me in the DMs. Slide into them, but don't slide into chases. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Attain state Bye. of mind. Signing off. <laughs> hey, everyone. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you're interested in becoming a part of the Attained Athletics family, you can find us on Instagram and at our website, attainedathletics.com. And stay tuned for more.